We all do it, don't we? Compare ourselves to others. And usually we end up feeling like the inferior one. It's almost impossible to avoid in our carefully curated world of social media. But the problem is that every time we do compare ourselves to somebody else, we're just taking away our own power and likely taking ourselves further and further away from the things that we really want for ourselves. So, Today, I'm diving into this, the areas where we tend to compare ourselves the most and how we can flip that to give us back our power and serve us so, so much better. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Well, hello, welcome back to another week of the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. I hope you're all doing okay. I'm quite excited this week because the kids have got just a few more days left of school. So I am so looking forward to no school run for a few weeks, to not having to get up and take them to school. It's going to be amazing. And I'm also looking forward to having a bit of time out over the summer holidays to spend with them as well. Now, my kids are of that age where I'm not sure they actually do want to spend that much time with me anymore. And Honestly, they'd be more than happy to spend six weeks in their bedrooms looking at devices with the curtains closed. But uh, I'm obviously going to be getting them out and about a little bit and uh, yeah, trying to enjoy a bit of time with them. But I think that, you know, it just it's such a lovely opportunity at this time of year to take a bit of a step back, to spend a bit of more time with, you know, the people that you love to enjoy that kind of easygoing feeling and to gather your energy for September as well. That's the big thing for me is like, I love being able to just get up and be a bit more leisurely in the morning. But for me, this is almost like my energy gathering time of the year where I'm like, right, I'm going to relax. I'm going to look after myself. And then September, I am going to be go. So anyway, I hope that you've got lots of lovely plans for the next few weeks and that you're going to be giving yourself a little bit of time to look after yourself as well. Now, if you're going on a holiday this summer, if you're going away, then I know that one of the things that a lot of us have in common is that worry about getting that bikini or swimsuit on. And it also is something that starts to make us compare ourselves to others because like a few weeks ago, I did some online shopping for bikinis. I don't, I don't really love swimsuits because I always find them a bit short in the body. So I always go for a bikini. So I was looking at those online. And of course, you're looking at all of these pictures of these beautiful, tanned, young, and apparently completely cellulite-free women showing us exactly how the bikini should be worn. And you're kind of ordering these bikinis and thinking, ah, it's going to arrive and it's not going to look right on me. And it's going to dig in and it's going to create that, you know, that... That's like pouchy bit where where the the swimming costume like digs in a little bit into your into the top of your leg. Or this is what I get anyway, and then you get this like I don't know this pouchy bit that sticks out, and you're like, oh, what? they never look like that. But when I try the flipping thing on, it always looks like that on me. So anyway, 
that's my thing. Uh, but I know, I know we all do it, right? And we're comparing ourselves. We're looking at, this is what the bikini should look like. And it doesn't look like that on me. So therefore there is something wrong with me. And we go down that whole comparison route. And that is what I want to talk about today. I'm not talking about bikinis. I'm talking about comparison because so many of us get caught in the comparison trap. You know, we look at what others look like. We look at what they have. We look at all of their friends. We look at their amazing lives, their weekends away, all of the things they're doing and we compare. And when we do that, we usually find ourselves completely lacking. And, you know, it's it's like so many people have said before, it's like we are comparing ourselves to the highlight reel of somebody's life, right? Most people aren't sharing the day-to-day nitty-gritty of, oh my God, I did the school run and then I had a really stressful day at work and then I ate two bars of chocolate and, 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 and. They're not sharing that. They're sharing the amazing weekend away they had. They're sharing the 10th photo that they took, which they happen to really like. And that's the one that that they're going to post online, right? We're always comparing ourselves to that sort of curated feed of what we think other people's lives look like all the time, when the truth is that their lives only look like that a little bit of the time. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily compute with us, right? We will still look at that and go, oh my God, my life's not like that. I don't look like that. And we're in this never-ending race to match up to everybody else, but always feeling like we're losing that race. And of course, this is something that I see in my world a lot, you know, particularly comparing ourselves to how others look and to what they can do. And it's not just that. That's the thing. It kind of goes deeper than this. It's beyond just, oh, they look amazing. Why don't I look like that? It actually then goes on to the next step, which is that sort of, it's okay for her attitude. That's sort of like, you know, oh, it's okay for her because she's got more time than me to work out. Or it's okay for her because she's just naturally slim. Or it's okay for her because she just is more motivated than I am. And when we start to do that, we take away our power completely. Like not only are we comparing ourselves and finding ourselves lacking, but we're then going, oh, well, yeah, but it's all right for her because, right? And then we start to think that that there's nothing that we can do to change. There's nothing that we can do to have the things that we want in life and stuff like that. And so comparison really does steal that power away from us. It makes us feel powerless. It makes us feel like we can never be enough. It makes us feel like we do not have the natural gifts that are required to have the things that we want. And then, of course, at worst, it makes us give up on stuff because we start going, well, I'm just never going to look like that. So what's the point in even trying to work out to look better? Because I'm never going to look like she does. And so that comparison is really stealing so, so, so much away from us. Now, you know, as I said before, I will compare myself. Like the bikinis arrive, I try the bikinis on, they don't look like they do online with the beautiful tan, so light free lady. And I will probably compare myself a little bit. So I'm not saying that we can stop comparing altogether. I think that's probably an impossible thing to do in this day and age, you know, with all of the things that we're surrounded by and with the images of perfection that we're surrounded by all the time. But what I do believe is that we can start to look at things in a different way. We can start to to almost take a step back from it. Because I think when we're comparing ourselves, we're very much like in it. We're in that emotion. We're in that feeling. We're in that not enoughness. And it's very hard to kind of see the wood for the trees when we're in that. So this is about like, how can we take a little step back 
and look at things in a slightly different way. So when we do catch ourselves in that cycle of comparison, it, we've kind of got a way of, of moving away from that and fr- of stepping back from that and flipping the script a little bit so that we can start to see that we have got, you know, our own gifts and our own things going for ourselves and that we do, you know, we can be the people that we want to be. It may not look like it looks for somebody else, but that doesn't mean that what we can have is not still really, really, really amazing. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to share a couple of examples of, you know, where I see us comparing ourselves in ways that are not particularly helpful and then how we can flip the script. And by, you know, by all means, there are loads of ways that we compare ourselves. But like, so I'm kind of keeping this to kind of body image and to fitness particularly because these are the things that I see all the time. So I think the first one is... um, an obvious one, and it's something that we all do, is looking at the way others look. So comparing ourselves in that way and comparing ourselves unfavorably, whether it's to our best friend or the woman by the swimming pool or that image online that we've seen, you know, we often do this, don't we? We're like, oh my God, you know, she looks amazing. Look at her skinny legs or look at her flat-toned tummy or look at her lovely tan or, you know, whatever it might be. And we look at that and it doesn't inspire us. And I think that's the thing. I think sometimes we think if we compare ourselves to others, then it will inspire us to be better. But actually, it just makes us feel bad about ourselves. And we end up believing that we're never going to look like that. And so we give up. We kind of go, well, I'm never going to be that slim. So what's the point? I'm never going to have legs that look like that. So what's the point? And it's really damaging. It really takes our power away from us. And it really makes us kind of feel like there's nothing that we can do to improve or change or better ourselves, right? And actually, I've got this friend who we always used to like have this thing where she would always say to me, oh my God, like, look at your waist and, you know, your body's all so toned and, you know, God, I wish, I wish I had that. And then at the same time, I'd be saying to her, oh my God, your legs, you have got such amazing legs. I wish I had legs like you. And we'd make this joke that if we could just put like her legs with my upper body, like we'd make the perfect human being kind of thing. And we'd we'd have everything that we wanted. And it just goes to show that we're all like, we're all doing it. Like you're comparing yourself unfavorably to somebody else. And she's looking at you and she's looking at something, you know, other part of your body. And she's like, oh my God, I wish that, I wish I had an upper body like her. She looks amazing. And so it's just, you know, it's times like that, that you're just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. This is so pointless. We're both looking at each other, comparing ourselves to each other, you know, comparing ourselves to the bit that we want. And thinking that, you know, that part of us is not good enough, right? She's not looking at that. She's looking at my upper body and she's going, oh my God, you've got an amazing upper body, right? So comparison just, it it just is a losing battle. It is just a losing battle and it is not going to help us. You know, I've got another friend who, she is a ballet dancer. She, She was a ballet dancer when she was younger. She runs her own ballet school. Clearly she has the most amazing body. Now I could if I wanted to compare myself to her all the time, be like, oh my God, she looks so good. She's all so slim and so elegant and this, that, and the other. But it's pointless. It is pointless. I will never, ever, ever have a body like hers. Now, that could make me feel sad and it could make me feel lacking and it could make me feel rubbish. Or I could just go, do you know what? That's never going to happen. So how about I just focus on my own gifts? How about I focus on the things that I have going for me? And I think this is the thing, like when we're comparing ourselves to others, I think it's being able to take that step back 
and look at yourself. Okay, stop looking outside of yourself. Look within yourself. Look at the things that you have going for you, right? So I will, I will actually look at, well, what do I like about my body? What do I like about myself? And I know that's by no means an easy thing. Like I know a lot of people really struggle with that. They really struggle with that. But I think it's really important that we do. We find even the smallest thing that we can look at within ourselves and go, do you know what? I like that about myself. Because then you you are bringing the focus inwards. Because when you send the focus outwards all the time, it just serves no purpose. It serves no real purpose. So we've got to instead work on our own self-perception, work on finding peace within ourselves. And as you all know, this is something I've been working on for the last few years. And it's ta- it has taken work. It has taken work and it has taken you know a bit of self-reflection. And it has taken me looking at my own perception of myself. And it has taken me to learn to like certain things about myself, you know, but that journey is so worth it because do I still compare myself to other people? Honestly, yes, I do sometimes. But then I always bring myself back to, however, you also have amazing things about yourself and you're also allowed to feel good about yourself and you're also allowed to focus on you rather than focusing on other people. And I think that that is so, so, so important. So when you're finding yourself comparing yourself to how others look, it is taking that step back and it's looking at yourself and it's saying, but this is what I like about myself. This is, you know, this is how I find peace within myself. And I think that's so, so, so important that we do that. And like I say, it's, it does take work. It does take a bit of time, but it's really, really worth it because, you know, much as I will still occasionally compare myself, I'm so much less focused on that than I used to be. I really, really am. Like I recently bought the first pair of shorts that I have bought for years. And I'm talking, I don't know, it must be like 20 years. I can't even remember the last time I wore a pair of shorts. So in the summer, I will always wear long dresses and long skirts and things because I'm like, oh, my legs are so pale and pasty. They've always got bruises on them. I've got a bit of cellulite. My knees look weird. (laughs) And I'm like, and I, I look at somebody else in a pair of shorts, I'm like, oh God, I wish my legs looked like that in shorts and they don't. And then I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm so over this. I'm so over comparing myself to other people and what they look like in shorts. I'm just going to get some flipping shorts and I'm going to put the flipping shorts on and I'm going to enjoy wearing the shorts. And I'm going to do a bit of, self t- a bit of fake tanning. <laughs> that definitely, definitely is necessary. However, I am just going to wear the shorts and I'm going to stop comparing myself to what other people look like in shorts because it is a waste of my damn time. So that's the first one. The second one is, like I said before, imagining that others have it better than us. And oh my God, don't we do this all the time? Like, oh my God, they're just so naturally motivated. I'm just not that motivated. I can't do that. Or, well, it's okay for her because she just happens to like exercise more than I do. And I, you know, I get this quite a lot, obviously, doing what I do. People just assume that I love exercise. I love it, love it, love it. And so it's really, really easy for me to do it and that I must be really motivated. And it's just something that I naturally have. And, you know, they don't have it. I do. It's this natural thing. And the thing is that with both of these things, with, you know, me enjoying exercise and me being quite a motivated person, they didn't just happen, right? These are things that I've worked on. These are things that I have created within my life. They are not gifts that I have naturally been given. Like, believe me, when when I was at school, I was one of those kids that I always tried at sports. I was never particularly good at it. Like, I tried a lot of things. I never really got into the A team. I was B team at best. 
sometimes not even that. Um, I was a bit of a trier, but you know, I could have let that put me off and make it mean that the exercise wasn't for me and that I hated exercise because, you know, I never got picked for the team. I was always rubbish. I always felt, you know, like I should be doing better and stuff, right? But actually I decided to create something that did work for me. And that something was going into the weights room and lifting weights and doing it by myself, actually. I, I just think team sports maybe are my thing. I'm much more of a solo exerciser. So ha- me liking exercise is not something that it just naturally happened to me. Me liking exercise is something I've worked on. It's something that I've created for myself. It's something that has happened because I have tried some different things out and I eventually came across the thing that I really enjoyed and I did it and I did more of it. And then I found that I started to enjoy it. So that's one thing. And the motivation thing, something I work on all the time. Because I know that my motivation doesn't just happen. I don't just wake up in the morning and feel motivated. I actually have to do things to make me feel motivated. I have to do things even when I don't flipping well feel like them. And I do that quite a lot. And when I do those things, it starts to, I get on a roll and I start to feel more motivated and I get a bit of momentum going and then I keep going, keep going, keep going, right? And that's how I've created motivation because I've done that for myself because I've read a lot about it because I spend a lot of time on my own development, on my own self-development. I think that's probably a gift of being self-employed is that you do tend to spend quite a lot of time on self-development because you kind of have to. You know, you're in a position where you're having to do a load of stuff that is out of your comfort zone all the time, that you don't know what the heck you're doing. You know, you're having to like get up and, and go every single day. So you have to develop yourself. So when we sit there and we go, but it's okay for her because... Like we're not thinking about the work that's gone into that. We're not thinking about all of the things that that person has done to create that for themselves. And believe me, I have created motivation within my life. I have created a liking for exercise, a love for exercise. They didn't just happen. They didn't just come to me naturally. They are things that I have worked at. So when you are looking at other people and you're going, well, it's okay for her because I want you to stop yourself right there. And instead, I want you to use that as fuel. Be able to look at them and say, well, they've managed to figure that thing out, which means that I can figure that thing out. Use that person as inspiration rather than as somebody that you compare yourself to and find yourself lacking. And try and look for, well, what are the ways that they have done that for themselves? What are the ways that they have been able to enjoy exercise? What are the ways that they might have created more motivation for themselves? Because believe me, when people have these things, they haven't just sat around wishing that it was so. They've got out there and they've made it so, okay? And that means that you can do that as well. You know, I strongly believe that whatever anybody else has, we can have for ourselves as well. We just need to harness the same things and do some of the same things that they are doing. And we have to be prepared to not just sit there and wish for it, but we have to be prepared to get up there and to make it happen. And actually sometimes to experiment and to try some different things and to fail a few times. Because that's the other thing, like I have failed over and over again in many ways, but I just keep trying again and trying again and trying again and doing it differently and trying different things. And that's how you get to the place that you want to go, right? It's not by focusing somebody else and and how lucky they are, but again, on bringing yourself back to you, on focusing on yourself, on focusing on the positive actions that you can take to create what you want and to have that thing. So 
Use other people as motivation. Use other people as inspiration to get the things that you want to get. And then I think the third way, the third and final way that I'm going to talk about today, again, I see this a lot, is when people are like, oh, I can't keep up with you on a video or I went to this class and I I didn't really want to go back because everybody else is so much fitter than me and I just felt really embarrassed and I didn't want to go back. And, you know, that's really damaging. It makes us give up on stuff because we're looking at other people and we're comparing ourselves and saying, well, I, I can't do what they're doing. I'm not able to do what they're doing. So what's the point? And we, you know, and we're imagining that, that we're at the same stage that they are, but we're not, you know, we're at completely different stages. So for example, at the moment, I am trophying, <laughs> uh, not very hard sometimes actually, but I am trying and I will get there to learn to do pull-ups. I keep seeing everybody doing it online and I could look at all those people online doing pull-ups and go, oh God, it's okay for her. She's probably just like stronger or her body's stronger. She can do it more easily than me. And what I'm doing, what I'm doing then is like completely ignoring the maybe one or two years that it took for that person to get to a point where they could do a pull-up, right? They didn't just walk up to a pull-up bar the first day and do a pull-up. Of course they flipping didn't. They worked at it and worked at it and worked at it and did the exercises they need to build up their strength to allow themselves to be able to do a pull-up. And so that is what I'm going to do too. I'm not going to look at them and go, well, they can have that because obviously they're lucky and, and they happen to be able to do that, right? Now I'm going to look at them, I'm going to go, well, clearly they've put work in here. They couldn't just do a pull up straight off. So that's what I'm going to work on. And like in a similar way, when people say to me, oh, you know, yeah, I did that video with you and I couldn't quite keep up. All right, well, that's because you've only been doing this for four weeks (laughs) and I've been doing it for 25 years. And in fact, if you did keep up with me all the time, then I'd be a bit worried that, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I wasn't doing as well as I should be with my exercise, right? I should be doing a lot better than you. It should be a challenge for you to keep up with me sometimes. And that's, you know, that's not always. <laughs> but, you know, on the on, on occasion, you know, I get people saying, oh yeah, that video, I couldn't keep up. I'm like, so what? I've been doing this for 25 years. You've been doing this for three months. You're not going to keep up necessarily on every single thing, right? It's going to take you a little bit of time to work up the, you know, the strength and the fitness to be able to completely keep up, Right. So that's really important to remember as well is that is that where you are on your journey is not the same as where I am on my journey, right? And that sometimes you are going to feel like you're not quite keeping up. And that doesn't mean you can't do it. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to get fitter. It just means that you need to keep working on it. You need to keep doing the same things that I, I've maybe been doing for the last 25 years. And actually I've got this lovely lady called Deb who started in the Chick Fit Members club. She also comes to a class that I do. So I do a local class as well. And uh, she hadn't done anything for ages and ages and ages. And oh my God, I've seen, you know, she came into that class. She could have walked away after a couple of sessions because, you know, a lot of the other girls in that class have been coming for five, 10 years, right? They've been coming to that class for a really long time and she hasn't done anything for ages. And she could have let herself walk away from that. But the conversations I've had with her, she's like, oh, you know, Everyone is really fit, really so much fitter than me, but I'm just trying to focus on myself and I'm focusing on what I'm doing. And the progress that she has made over the last few months is amazing. And it's because she has focused on herself. She's not comparing herself to everybody else and going, oh, well, I can't keep up with all of them. So I'm just going to stop it. I feel embarrassed that I can't do it. I'm going to walk away. She's just focused on herself. And believe me, every other person in that class is not looking at her going, ha she can't keep up. They're all looking at her going, oh, yeah. 
I remember when it was like that for me as well. And that's the thing, like everybody else is going to be like, oh yeah, I remember those days. I remember when it was like that for me. I remember when it was really hard. And they're, they're cheering her on and they're like, you're doing amazingly, right? They're not comparing themselves and saying, oh, I'm so much better than you. They're not doing that. They're like fully aware that, you know, they are on a different part of their journey than, than Deb is. And, you know, Deb is just focusing on herself and she's doing an amazing, amazing job. So when you are in a situation like that, you've got to focus on your own progress, right? It may even help to talk to others about where they were when they started attending that class. You know, so they may tell you stories about, oh my God, I was so unfit and, you know, I was really struggling to keep up and I almost gave up and then I kept coming and now this is where I am. Because then it, it helps you to see that there was a journey. They didn't just arrive at this point. There was a journey, you know, and know that their journey is not your journey. Okay. And where you are now is not where they are now. Most people have been exactly where you were at one time. They really have, but they just decided to focus on their own progress. And that is what you have got to do as well. Don't compare yourself to others and think, I'm not as fit as them, so I might as well give up, right? Think about the journey that they've been on and then go on that journey yourself. So the thing is that, you know, ultimately comparison gets us absolutely nowhere. <laughs> it just makes us feel bad about ourselves. It just makes us feel like we have all these terrible obstacles in our way that are completely unique to us. It makes us shrink into ourselves. It makes us not change anything at all. You know, it makes us not work on ourselves and not improve our own situation because we have made ourselves feel powerless through that comparison. And it is really, really dangerous. And, you know, I know, like I said, it is really hard in the world we live in to stop comparing yourself altogether, right? So all I'm going to say is that instead of comparing yourself negatively, take those people and hold them up as your inspiration. Hold them up as proof that if they can do it, then you can do that thing too. Because, you know, I know without doubt that the best version of you is the one who creates her own path. She is the person who focuses on her own growth and development and who appreciates her own strengths. You know, this is that's way more sexy than, oh, I, I can't do that. Oh, she's so lucky because she's got that, right? Nobody wants that, right? We want to be grown-ass women, as I was talking about a few weeks ago. So we want to be grown-ass women. We do not want to spend our lives comparing ourselves to others. We want to go on our own path and focus on ourselves and appreciate our own strengths. So, you know, this is not about never comparing yourself to somebody else again, but it's about being able to take a step back and being able to look at the bigger picture and not letting it stop you from doing the things that are going to serve you best and are going to help you to become more of the person that you want to become. Right. I think that's all I've got to say on that matter this week. I hope it's been really helpful. And I'm going to finish by asking you the hugest favour today of leaving me a rating or review on your podcast player. And I'm also going to finish by thanking you for spending this time with me. So have a fabulous rest of your day and I'll see you all again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chickfit and I'll see you again next time.